Welcome to Conversations with the Coach. And this is Coach George Raveling, along with one of my former assistants, Jack Furtick. George, today's topic uh, for the podcast is preparing for life after basketball. Um, you know, there are a lot of coaches who feel like they're going to coach forever, and you know, some of them do, but not too many. How would you uh, address that topic of preparing yourself for life after basketball? I think it's one of the most important uh, uh, exercises that coaches can engage in. I think most coaches don't spend enough time uh, structuring a strategy for a, a departure from coaching. They don't have a vision of, uh, 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 or an exit plan in place for when they start uh, when they, their coaching career comes to an end. And I, I remember many, many years ago when the Final Four was in St. Louis and I ran into Bill Foster and we got in a conversation and he was talking about how unhappy he was still coaching and that and he wasn't sure how much longer he wanted to coach. And so I said to him, I said, well, you, why don't you just get out of coaching? There's thousands of things you can do. And I always remember him saying to me, he said, George, he says, I don't really know what I would do. He said, and he had his master's degree, too. Is this the Bill Foster from Clemson or Duke? Duke. Oh, okay. And so he said to uh, – he, he said, I don't really know what I would do. All I, The only thing I know how to do is coach. And so first of all, I, I think that coaches have to see themselves in a, in a, broader, with a, a broader and more positive perspective. I think today uh, when you're so vulnerable to, to being able to, uh, be, uh, to losing your job that – at some point, when you get in, in, into the to your your mid or, or late fifties, uh, you're, you're you're heading toward retirement. So, so if we go if we look at the the, the insurance tables that say the average American is going to uh, live to be eighty nine years old, and I stop coaching at fifty six, I still have a substantial part of my life to live. Now, what am I going to do with those remaining years? I think you have to have an exit strategy and plan long before. Uh, uh, Kevin Eastman was someone who, uh, who, who ingrained this in me. Uh, uh, be there before you get there. And so I, I've got to be in retirement before I get there. i got to be thinking about retirement. i got to be thinking life after basketball. And God knows if I'm an example of anything, I, I think I'm an example of someone who found a, a rich and rewarding life after coaching. There's so much more that we can do. When you stop and think about coaches, coaches have unique skills that are, are, are very applicable to corporate America, to, to civic America. Uh, they, 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 they understand how to win and lose. They're, they're used to working long hours. They, they, they're leaders. They understand how to motivate people. They're analytical thinkers. They're critical thinkers. They, they problem solve. They, they manage behavior and attitudes every, every single day. And these are all transferable skills that can, can go. Can, you, you can transfer those skills to politics, to business, to corporate America, to teaching. And I think young coaches today get in and they never really start the plan for life hereafter. And, and, and there's going to be a second life. Most people today in the 21st century are going to have five or six employments. The days of coaching at one place for 25 years and then they have a big dinner and give you a goal watch those days are gone forever and i also recognize now that uh 
the most overrated thing in our culture is retirement. I think that retirement is a joke. I, I, when, uh, I believe there's so much in us, and, and there's a drum that keeps beating. There's 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 gas still in our tank that that we can we can do great things and be major contributors to society and positive contributors to society if we'll continue to reach for our, our outer limits, and so. I, I think all coaches today, especially when you're – by the time you get halfway into your coaching career, you should already start to think about what am I going to do when, 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 I, when I'm no longer coaching. And, 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 and I think, one, you'll have a plan – for for when you exit you and you can exit under your own terms that was the one thing i always said to myself this is never going to happen to me i'll never get in a position where someone else is going to is going to write the close of my coaching career i'm going to leave and i'm going to leave under, when i want to leave and i'm going to leave under my terms and let me let me stop you for a second for our younger coaches who are listening you got the job at washington state i think you were 36 um and you were Total workaholic. I mean, you were into. What were you thinking then, in terms of this this philosophy? I wasn't thinking, and that's why that's oh. why I'm saying what I say because I'm trying to help people uh, uh, not stop step in the potholes of life that I stepped in. Maybe I can. No one uh, made me aware of uh, it just it just came to me at at that point in life when when Bill and I were talking that that this was this was something that I needed to address and address immediately but what I'm saying is if young people today understand that there's a road map that they uh, that that governs their life and they can and, and they can start to prepare when you go on a trip uh, you you prepare before you go on a trip. You make sure you know where you're going. You you got the car filled. You got you uh, you know what you're going to do when you're going to get there. You take the proper uh, clothes and so forth. So I think that's the same thing. We we continue to plan for a journey ahead, and part of that journey is going to be at some point they're, they're going to close the curtain on your coaching career for whatever reason. And and, and now what? do I do? Uh, it, it, and so to me, if you have a well thought out uh, uh, personal development program for yourself, when the time comes, you leave under your terms. You leave when you when you want to leave. You, and, and more importantly, I've got a game plan in place what I'm going to do with the next 20, 25 years of my life, for the next 30 years of my life. And so... Uh, and and no one else is going is going to govern it but me. I'm going to I'm going to be the decision maker. So not, no one else is going to make the decisions about my life the last 30 years of my life but myself. And and if you don't have a plan, someone you, you you're going to be privy to someone else's plan. But your your life's going to live in an orderly manner one way or another. And so if if I'm going to have some hands on the steering wheel of my life, I want my hands on the steering wheel of, of my life. I don't want somebody else trying to tell me how to live. And especially now when you're saying that uh, the end of your career comes a lot sooner than it used to. Well, and the end of your career is just the start of another career. That, right. To me, and that might be the most exciting part of your life. And I, when I look back at my life, that's that's exactly what happened. That uh, when I got out of coaching, I, I, I was really j uh, just beginning to understand what life was all about. I got to travel all over the world. I met uh, amazing people. Uh, I got one more continent to set foot on. Antarctica now I have set foot on every continent in the world. But... 
So all of these things, there's a wonderful, exciting life for all of us outside of a coaching. And you know what I just thought of? I think that's the reward for all the pains and suffering uh, that we went through as coaches and all the hardship and criticism and so forth. And, 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 and now, now it's time to walk away. And then we, there's this wonderful, exciting uh, uh, life out there waiting for us to take advantage of it. Yet you were, you know, still totally focused on what you were doing when you were doing it. But I do remember you uh, you telling us this when we were at SC about having an exit plan. I also remember, and I can't remember why, I'm sure you could, you mentioning that you didn't plan what on coaching beyond 50, and you were plan on living in Seattle, that you really loved Seattle, and, and, and that, that's kind of the beginning of what you're saying, right? I mean, you did have something in mind, even though you kept coaching for a good while longer. Yeah, well, I mean, in reality, now that I think about it, even when I was, when I was coaching at Washington State, which I started in 72, uh, by the time I, I'd gotten to, uh, I was there 11 years, so by the time I'd coached there eight or nine years, I, I already had started to think about the future. And, I, and at that point, I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coach, I'm going to retire here, I'll move over to Seattle, and I'll, and I'll start a new life. And then when the president re, uh, retired and the AD left to go to Miami, then I got an offer from uh, Iowa, and then that was a new aspect of my career. But I, I, I think that I, I always realized that there was going to become a point when I had to walk away from the game and and I wanted to make sure that I walked away from the game on my terms and not not someone else's terms but um, so I, I, I and, and society's changed so much now I mean I've lived through I've, I've lived through um, really the agricultural society, the industrial society, and now we're in a technological society. So I, I've, had, I've, I've had to change whether I wanted to change or anyway because our cultures have changed. And you look at today, so much of our lives are dominated by, by, by uh, technology. Technology's made our lives simpler, but at the same time it's made our lives more complex too. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you have the wherewithal and the financial, uh, uh, you're financially set enough to be able to have people who you can count on as opposed to taking courses or, you know, whatever, that helps, but still it's not like there isn't anything available to you. And, and the sad thing I think about Bill Foster was Bill Foster was really a bright guy. I mean, he wrote books and he had, he was always thinking about promoting the game. He, he wrote a book on um, uh, filling the seats, you know, and yet he limited himself because he just felt like, I mean, he coached at what Bloomberg's Bloomsburg state, Rutgers, Utah, Duke, South Carolina, Northwestern. I mean, he's, you know, he was all over, um, and yet he limited himself. And it was a shame because I think he had a lot more to give. It, tragically, he died you know, a couple of years ago. But um, I think he had a lot more to give. I got to know him when he was a consultant in the Western Athletic Conference and I was at Fresno State, plus the fact that I 
grew up in Highland Park, New Jersey, which is a mile from Rutgers campus. So I got to know him when he was coaching there. And I think that's, that's the, um, the, the line you always used uh, was, and I can't know who it's attributed to, was um, don't die with the music still in you. Isn't that what it was? It's, it's similar to that. I, I just feel that the, my, my, my thought process now is when I die, I want my gas tank to be on empty. I don't right, want to yeah. die with a, with a quarter of a tank of, of skills and energies and unfulfilled expectations. When I die, I want to feel that I've, I, I gave life my best shot and, I, and, there, and there's, no more, there's no more gas in my tank. And, and uh, there's a guy named uh, Todd Henry who, who, who I borrowed this, uh, he's, he, he, he's an author, and, um, and, he, and he has this book called uh, uh, Die, Die Empty. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and so I, I want my tank to be on empty at the end of the day. I want to feel like I utilize every possible opportunity and skill uh, that God gave me, uh, and hopefully I, I, I utilize them in the interest of other people more than, 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 my, than myself. Yeah, I don't think we have to worry too much about that.